Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast and this is episode number 18 of this top 20 series. We're nearing the end of this recap of the lessons that I've learned since I started this podcast in October 2020 and today's episode focuses on something that I've been pretty obsessed with for years but I've dug in a lot deeper since I've started recording this podcast. Actually one of my first guests talked about it and he's on the show again today, Sean Thompson. But recently, I've had one of the world's leading experts on the subject of today's show, which is flow. So first, you're going to hear from Sean Thompson talking about his experience of finding flow while surfing and how that's fed into the rest of his life. And then you'll hear from Stephen Kotler, who is the founder of the Flow Research Collective and author of books about high performance, including The Art of the Impossible. So flow was developed by Miha Csikszentmihalyi. You know, psychologist, and I've spoken with him a number of times. Amazing, amazing man. And originally, he wanted to call it eudaimonia. That was that was his original term that he <laughs> not, told not me. Quite, not quite as catchy. Though, it doesn't it? have the vibe. Doesn't have the vibe about it. So, so he's an amazing man. And the the concept of flow is to to get into the state of optimal focus and concentration, so that one can perform at one's best. And it's one of the pillars of positive psychology, which is the science of optimal human functioning. So flow was very related to how I surfed a wave. So some of the characteristics of being in a flow state are this this laser focus and concentration, this feeling of absolute connectivity between mind, body, and soul, this feeling that you are sort of the master of time and space, uh, that you can, I, I felt when I was surfing at my best, especially riding inside the tube, which is sort of what I was known for in surfing in terms of creating a whole new style of riding inside the tube, which is the most uh, exciting and dangerous part of the wave. You're riding inside this watery hurricane, almost inside this tornado of water. It's the most dangerous place because one mistake can mean a wipeout and then you can be smashed into the smashed into the coral that's that's running right beneath you or, or the sand bottom that's running beneath you um, and the best moments in surfing are riding inside the tube when i felt that i could curve that wave to my will man i felt i could curve that wave to my will i could slow down time i felt i was just in some ways you feel like you're like a god you feel that you just master of that of that moment and the exhilaration and power that you feel is like unlike any other experience um, in life. And this Miha Csikszentmiha ultimately identified as, as, this, as this flow state. And I don't think the flow state is the province of, of elite athletes or Nobel Prize winning riders or ballerinas. Or I think anyone can achieve that that flow state if what you're doing is what you should be doing here's the craziest thing in the world the most common flow state in the world is a, a, a so group flow comes in lots of different varieties there's interpersonal flow you and me talking there's group flow a team a basketball team or a brainstorming session performing this best and then there's communitas which is like a political rally a rock concert everybody's clapping along in the music and you know in sync and that sort of stuff interpersonal flow at work 
is the most common flow state in the world. Two middle managers having a conversation at work is the most common. Like when two middle managers sit down to have a conversation, it's supposed to be a quickie two minute, okay, we're going to stop. And they end up talking for an hour and getting so lost in the ideas that they, that's the most common flow state on earth. Mm. And a lot of the jobs that run our coding, video game design, software design, uh, networked all these things like everything that built silicon valley and all these jobs cannot be done without flow architecture all these are flow based you know jobs foundationally and most jobs in fact you know i always say that like one of the you know chicks at me high found flow in assembly line workers and toyota kaizen is a flow based management philosophy you know, and it works for people working on the assembly line. My point is like, if you can get flow on an assembly line, which is really well established in the data, like you can get flow anywhere. Flow is how we perform at our best. So if you're top 25, 30% in your field, chances are you're really great at flow. Otherwise you would have never gotten to the top 30% of your field, let alone the top mm. 10%, 5%, 1%. Like flow is how humans are hardwired for peak human performance. Sir, as I pointed out in our possible, there's way more stuff going on, right? Categories of other things in the mix, but it doesn't change the fact that flow is we're all human. We're all biologically hardwired for this state. This is the state of optimal performance. So if you have somebody who is optimal anywhere on the map, by definition, they're good at flow. So that was Stephen. There's one more thing I wanted to add, though, actually, which is a much more practical observation which Stephen shared with me while on the show, and it focused on our ability to get into group flow while on video calls. Is our ability to find flow diminished by talking through a screen? You know, that experience of being sat in a room with a group of people and that time disappears, it melts away. Is that different when we're speaking online? Is there any, have you done any research being done about so how, how that affects things? Was this a flowy conversation? Yeah, just 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You weren't thinking about other stuff. You were caught up in it, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were mediated through, through Zoom. Um, mm. My point is the technology is often not what's at fault. What is often at fault is what, when you're playing these games was on Zoom, for example, mediated group flow states, you have to work harder. Same flow triggers apply, right? Complete concentration right. Yeah, on yeah. the shared task at hand. But like, you don't, you know, you and I know there's a podcast. Okay, we got to show up. We got to pay attention. Other people are going to watch. So there's that extra risk factor that keeps us focused, right? If people treated their Zoom meetings with that same sort of, you know, risk, you know, we're doing it out of respect for each other and respect for the audience, I would guess. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. the problem is it's not the technology. The technology is neutral. It's what we're bringing to it. And, and it's interesting because here's the argument that I'm going to make. And let me just ask, so let me ask you a question. When COVID started during the period of the lockdown, when Zoom was like a blessing, right? When you were like, oh my God, thank you. There's technology with which... I, I'll bet most of the time your conversations, your meetings, your whatever were really flowy because you were thankful for the meeting and you were there and you were like, oh, yeah. but over time we've habituated and we're bringing less of ourselves to the task at hand. And we're mad that the task isn't flowy and we're blaming the technology. And 
okay, but like if you bring less to yourself, you know, like one thing, simple uh, peak performance thing that we, I talk about in uh, The Art of Impossible, attention and autonomy are coupled systems, right? If you don't feel like you're driving the bus in charge, doing exactly what you want to do, passionate about it, whatever, your body will not, you can't maximize focus at all. It's biologically impossible. Thus, once we get habituated to Zoom, once it's no longer a blessing that's saving us from the evil of COVID, and now it's just the way we do things because it's less air travel and like, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And what I like try to remind people is I'm like, every time I get to do a Zoom meeting or a Zoom interview or a Zoom anything, Five years ago, I had to get a goddamn airplane and lose three yeah. days to have that freaking conversation. Mm. And you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was massively inefficient. And like the minute I hang up with you, I'm going skiing. So you know what I mean? Like I, that <laughs> didn't happen five years yeah. ago and couldn't happen. So I just try to remember what I'm grateful for and try to like bring that energy. So that was Sean Thompson and Stephen Kotler talking about the power of flow Thanks again for listening today. I'll see you here again tomorrow.